Carpod. I'm Jenna, and better for worse, how sicker and health. Wait, that's not how it goes. You know, I've actually been married before, and how am I not remembering how these goddamn things go? Uh, for richer, poor, and sickness and health. We are back for week two of Joey's journey to find a situationship. And I'm excited to have on a guest that we've been, I was gonna get her on last uh, season and then we time constraints got all fucked. And so I'm really excited she's on here and to talk about uh, everyone's favorite fucking bachelor, apparently, Joey, <laughs> from the podcast, Rose Noir. Please welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Yes, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I love, I love getting to like, you know, we've, we're, we're in this bachelor commentary space together. I think we really, I really love the community that is, I love the community that we've had for years that we're building currently, all the different iterations of it, but like to actually get down and actually get to really meet somebody and talk to them a little more one-on-one -on -one is one of my favorite things to do. So thank you for being here. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Especially since we're still kind of new and finding our footing in the community. It's really great to be on with somebody who has been amazing in the space for so long. I thought you were just gonna say who's just been here for too long. Cause no! that's true. <laughs> no. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Never. Oh my God. But y'all started, if for listeners who might not know, you guys started with a clubhouse that was mm -hmm. kind of like, recapping or like live reacting which i was so cool i remember the clubhouse days those were those were fucking funny as hell um and then you guys you know transitioned to having a podcast and i just listened to the blake hortzman episode you all had it was so what do you think about that it was good because it was like funny to hear him seem so happy um mm -hmm. and like kind of carefree but i really loved um that like y'all brought up a, like the interesting podcast interviews he had back during the drama days. The dark stuff. <sighs> well, and we, of course, we ask, you know, obviously, like any good interviewer, right? We were like, what can we talk about and what is off limits? Can we talk about this shit? And he was like, yeah, fucking ask me whatever. And we were like, let's get it. No, you all really were. <laughs> you were like, um, who do you personally want to thank live on air for saving your ass? <laughs> Yeah. No, um, he's very, very good friends with Claudia. They're yes. they're super close. And so um it was awesome for him to come on with us. We loved him, especially because he and we touched on this in the podcast too. He is like maybe the only like quote quote villain, villain that we've yeah. interviewed. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I may be forgetting anybody else, but uh, yeah. So it was really awesome to just be like, "All right, so everybody fucking hates you. So why don't you go ahead and tell us why they shouldn't hate you?" Um, so no, he was great. He was fantastic. He was yeah. so sweet. I love it, and yeah, and you guys uh, get a chance to interview a good amount of the alumni, which I love, and so I highly suggest anyone uh, to check out the podcast and see the great conversations you guys have um you know having fun as fans but also still calling out the franchise oh we call them the fuck out all the time <laughs> as you do as well yeah, thank like, you yeah. um, can we get some body diversity please thank please. you i know i was actually kind of like maybe i should talk to claudia about getting blake on because blake was one of the few who was um at least privately pro the body diversity campaign. And mm -hmm. he was, uh, actually, he also did share it. 
but we we had hoped to maybe interview him and then just like everything maybe he was on the show his other show and it just got out of the um didn't get a chance to do it but i i really thought that was pretty great that he was you know in support of that anyway enough about this stupid man named blake uh <laughs> i want to know more about you and your bachelor journey before we get into recapping the episode how long have you yeah. been watching the show like do you consider yourself like a pretty fan or do you just like you're fucking in it you're the so mob you can't get out that's so funny so now i'm in and i can't get out but i will say mm-hmm. i'm still a baby i i'm very new to this journey my first season was hannah brown in the iconic moments where she stood up there and moved that podium Mm. over and said I'm not talking to you anymore that was when I was hooked that's when I was like baby let's go yeah after that I was like say less I'm in here (laughs) (laughs) so Hannah Hannah Brown was my first season I will say though I have gone back and watched other seasons so I've gone back I've watched Sean Lowe, I've watched Rachel Lindsay, duh. Um, I've watched some other things from before, but that was the first season I watched like live in color, like right here. Yeah, she had a pretty iconic season. I mean, she was all like, I had six and Jesus still lives me. It's like Maddie. In a windmill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, four times in a windmill. Uh, Icon. Uh, Yeah, I know. There's some really good old seasons for sure. So I'm glad you're kind of doing your your mm-hmm. education, I guess, as it were. Um, yeah, what a what an interesting way to get in because really then like you only had Peter's season, and then we got into the kind of rough ages where the COVID you know, the era. COVID, yeah, mm-hmm. we had Black Lives Matter and the way it affected the franchise, um, and lots of just lots of things that have happened. And yeah, I mean, I guess I'm really glad that you're here though and you're enjoying it and hopefully I mean, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl, now I'm in it. I'm hooked. <laughs> That's so true. That's so real. Oh my God. Uh, did you actually watch like other reality shows though before or are you a fan of other ones? Um, so I watch, oh, I do watch other reality shows. I watch, uh, I've done a couple seasons of Married at First Sight. Mm. Um, love, Love is Blind. Yeah. Love that one can't wait I, I think the next season starts like next week or in two weeks or something something like that oh i think it comes out valentine's day oh, yes. um so be excited for that um i do some competition series just in terms of things like, like easy things right like um so you think you can dance mm-hmm. or um my mm-hmm. daughter and i love watching uh mass singer so i dabble in some reality but um for some reason the bachelor franchise has a chokehold on my ass so here i am well and i guess i want to ask like what do you think um do you something that i like about it and i think surprises some people as kind of like a queer person and is like somebody who's whatever some kind of feminist you know like what do i like in this show and like for it's for me it's like i've been watching since jake pavelka or whatever forever so i'm just like kind of stuck in it it's my comfort blanket but like there is something to be said for the formality of it all and kind of the way it puts on this like um performance you know and yes i can see through it a lot more now than i did back then mm-hmm. uh but i still like the performance of it even though sometimes it can be very cheesy and everyone knows my feelings on how it's kind of like 
kind of gay in its own way because of its performance but like do you do you like i don't know like do you believe in it do you like it or do you just kind of like the mess of it all i love the mess yeah i'm here for the mess it's messy boots it's fucking messy boots like Mm -hmm. here for Mm -hmm. i mean and don't get me wrong i love when people actually find genuinely like like actual love like charity and dotton oh my god may they never break up they are so perfect they're so beautiful i love their relationship um and i do think there is something to be said about actual relationships um even if it's somebody i don't care about like god forbid but like um braided christina or something yeah yeah, christina mandel or um what's his name and katie what's his name oh Oh, yeah (laughs) yeah my bad i really should know because i'm a texan and they're from austin and i went to i lived in austin for like 10 years i went to school at ut so anyway but what i'm saying is there is real there's real love and i do appreciate that but also the messy boots of it all when they're in paradise and it's just like ooh, this that the other like i love oh my god you know who i love now because of paradise olivia oh yes yes she was the standout star of the season Carrie, back gotta be sore from carrying that scene. <laughs> Absolutely, I really hope they paid her very well. No, she was great. She real and she like brought it in the way that we need, which is not um fake. I don't know. She just mm-hmm. was, I, it was just great. I loved it. It was, it, was, it was she was really wonderful. Yeah, the mess is great. I love it. And I guess speaking of mess and true love, I did want to briefly talk to you and the listeners about the updates a little bit that we have with Rachel Lindsay and Brian, mm-hmm. Dr. Ab's divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she has been back recording, but not talking about anything, which is very much, I respect that. Uh, and last night he posted a selfie that was, dude, sorry, I'm, I'm a, I, I don't like the man, but anyway, <clears throat> then I do she. Tell and me how he, you really feel. Yeah, Jenna. <laughs> I was like, mm, Dr. Dr. Schmabs. Um, so he, <laughs> he posted this and people started commenting things and then like hours later he started like responding to a bunch of comments all at once and Mm -hmm. i will say like okay overall the tone is respectful he is kind of defending rachel in some areas you know there's people like she her career was first no wonder you you know she wasn't a good wife and he's like listen she of course did a lot of things for her career that she should have he goes as far as to say it's hard for women of color especially in the entertainment business. He, she made choices she absolutely should have. Uh, I support anyone to do that. I supported her. That mm-hmm. wasn't the reason. But it was also just like, he's like, he literally was like, but her career did come first. And I was like, ah. um, and then somebody had the audacity to talk about their maybe having children, which I just think is inappropriate. And he was just like- That's nobody's fucking business if they wanted kids or not, yeah. And he was like, no, no, we did try, but just things happen for the way they do or whatever. And uh, Yeah, what did he say? Something like it's I'll just say, he's like, Rachel, she's like, this lady was like, oh, Rachel didn't want a family and he's ready to be a father. And he's like, Rachel did want a family. Things happen as they're meant to happen. God bless. Yeah, (sighs) I don't love that. I don't love that. And then he also mentions that they did go to couples therapy. And again, it's just like, so my thing is like, while there was like a kind of respectful tone to some of it, it was just like, why are you talking about this, sir? 
on those public platforms when you were the one who broke the news, you were the one that made that shitty Instagram story post about it. Mm-hmm. This is all, been, we don't know obviously what's happened, but it's just, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? It just gives me the ick. I just, shutting the fuck up is free. Mm. <laughs> mm. I just don't understand. Like, just don't say anything. Like, I, I don't understand why he feels like he needs to open his mouth and say anything at all. Um, the same way I felt when he was the one who announced it all, right? Like, it, there was no joint statement that came out. It was him posting onto his Instagram story. And it's like, bro, I, what are you doing? And, and, and not to mention, I don't think anybody proofread that shit. <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think anybody in PR okay that because it was such a terrible statement but i'm like brian what are you doing my dude like you could just not you could just not and he's like i want to get ahead of the media and blah 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 i don't know it's just terrible so i hated that then and i hate this now and mm-hmm. i don't know what he's doing and i'm just gonna be team rachel Lindsay forever yeah that's how we are that's how it's gonna be because mm-hmm. that's how it should be but i uh yeah, I think he's trying to mediate, like, I think he's trying to get um, some good karma after probably people called him out, rightly so, for, like, yeah. throwing her to the wolves, essentially, and uh, by him just trying to, like, say kind of nice things about her, but I'm like, you're still, like, airing this, like, stuff that, like, we don't even know if she wants it to be aired, and it's just, like, ugh, why yeah, I are mean, just men... the fact that she hasn't spoken out, you know, she hasn't said anything yet, so it's like, why is he continuing to run his mouth and she hasn't said anything it's like just let it go my dude like just be quiet oh my god i just people I hate are... it. <laughs> okay we're about to go on okay so let's get into week two of joey so uh your dirty little secret is that you are a joey fan as well I love and <laughs> um what yeah are you excited you you're loving him so far i will say like he does seem pretty uh nice and he had there's i can tell there's a humor there uh we just need the show needs to show it to us yeah Yeah. and i i guess i will say for me because um (laughs) i just got done recording my own podcast like 30 minutes ago and they were coming for me because they were like joey is kind of regular and i'm like no he is not he's amazing But I will say, I will admit I have a thing for floppy, brunette, curly-haired guys with green eyes. My husband literally fits that description. <laughs> Joey fits that description. Oh, my God. I love Harry Styles. It's just like, I have a, I have a thing, okay? I yeah. get it. I fully yeah. understand. Um, But no, even in charity season, though, which is... He just was so genuine and always so kind and understanding and listening, like an active listener, not just like, thank you for sharing that with me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I was so, this is the first Bachelor I've been excited about probably since I started watching the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I just, it's going to take a lot. If he falls from grace, I will literally cry real tears. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, man, and, you know, it could happen, but we'll see what it is. He better yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is true. And I just kind of had that epiphany right now uh, that, like, it, the fact that he made it to the final two in her season, is it a testament to something? Let's be real. That's what I'm saying. 
because like she and had some great a men. Good judge of character, yeah, exactly. I feel. She's a good judge of character. There were some other great men. I mean, Xavier definitely showed his ass at the very end, but <clears throat> with his cheating stuff. Um, oh man, that was that was the best season. Okay. Joey. We're talking about Joey. Uh, so we're in the mansion. There's 22 women down from 32 and we're going to have two group dates and then we're going to have one one-on-one, you know, the basics. Uh, the first group date is a new spin on the wedding group date and uh, which is typically them running to the dresses, throwing them on and then beating each other to death. This time they had to just perform wedding activities in front of a group of strangers, not including Franco LaCosta, which I, I was just <laughs> like, is he okay? Can we send a call on him? I don't know. Um, and, <laughs> a wellness check. Yeah, like, is Franco, are you okay? Uh, and they, yeah, they kind of do this, like, they do a little uh, ringer, uh, whatever it is. What is that called? What that game is? They were playing musical chairs. Oh, yes. <laughs> I hated it. You hated it, yeah. The whole date or just this, day. like, yeah, exactly. Go off. I just, why the fuck do every single season they make, if not just one, several women put on a fucking wedding dress i'm so sorry why do they do this every season we don't like it we never have no one's asking for this it always brings up trauma in someone like this episode we saw um one of the sisters being upset that you know she was like you know i was hoping my dad would be able to walk me down the aisle that's fucking traumatic Mm -hmm. why are we doing this to people Mm -hmm. also for joey if he does indeed marry one of the, or propose and marry one of these women, do we want him to see them in a wedding dress? I just none of it makes sense to me. I just don't understand. It's stupid. It's tired. Let's retire this shit. Yeah, and I, I find it fascinating that they tried to do a new spin on it because it was that's how it's been so much that they were like, well, we'll try this different thing. It's like, ah, oh, guys, it didn't really work though. You know, like just. Was it different? No, yeah, it's not. It was not really, but you know. Then like, what? It's okay. So she got a special dance, like an extra dance. Like that was nothing. And then like, (laughs) and then dancing in front of everybody else. It's not even like she got one on one time. You know? No, exactly. Oh, weird. And then at one point in the day, Jess. uh, Oh, sorry. Um, off brand Hannah Brown. uh gets to kiss him again and all the ladies are upset and then you know that will transfer onto like a drama in the after party and so like yeah the after party is interesting i want to give maria props in my opinion i i have no problem with somebody she's like she was wearing this like re- oh, very interesting white dress that had like a corset kind of thing on it and her boobs were about to pop out and i was like mm-hmm. here for it <laughs> And then she was like, I'm going to go change it to something a little more comfortable so I can breathe and comes back out wearing this like very scantily clad. Okay, but did you like this moment? Because I fucking hated it. I didn't like it. I was like, this is cringy. But I was like, I hate that she's going to get slut shamed from this. And I think that like, I, I respected the, the, I respected the bit in a sense. Like I respected her Mm. trying. 
Um, and I mean, clearly she must have watched last season because she saw that Joey gets boners easily. And so she was like, I'm going to get this man rock hard. And I have to respect him. <laughs> and it worked. Oh, he was like, God. I'm trying to learn about you right now, but I am having a hard time. And she's like, yes, boy. <laughs> I think I just didn't like, like, I don't mind committing to the bit. But don't lie. Like, don't make shit up. That doesn't make sense. When she's like, I'm going to slip into something more comfortable. Bitch, that is not more comfortable. (laughs) No, I did hate the line that she said. She was like, this is actually more comfortable. It's like, no, no, it's not. not. Anybody who has tips (laughs) can tell you that that is not more comfortable than what you had on. Like, if you want to say like, oh, excuse me for a second while I just change. Like, just say that. Like, don't be lying, girl. You don't got to be out here lying. I don't know. I didn't like that. But I also don't like her. So I'm like, "Mm, maybe I'm being critical. No, no, that's fair. She is a little hard to, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. We'll get into her (laughs) drama a little later for sure. Um, What are your thoughts on Jess's kind of building um, villain arc and like what she did at the evening portion? You know, okay. So... Jess, I was rooting for Jess in episode one. I really was. I was like, this is great. Um, and I didn't even mind the whole kiss and tell when like I didn't love it, but it didn't bother me as much as it bothered other people. What I hated in episode one was her going back and being like, Oh, can I steal him for a second time? Oh, I'll be waiting right here. That part is where I was like, Oh girl, this ain't good. This ain't it. Don't do it. Um, and then in this episode, I'm just like confused. I honestly, her personality does not bother me, mm-hmm. but she just keeps doing these things. And I'm like, are you doing this because you know it's going to give you camera time, or are you actually kind of bitchy a little bit? Um, that's what I can't figure out about Jess. Yeah, time will tell. I agree. I was like, so she the women are getting on her case and then she's like well this is actually triggering my past joey i was cheated on and this is all triggered and i was like what does mm-hmm. that have to do with anything anything like, where is the connection connect the dots please because i'm not seeing it no and it's like okay then she's like this this i mean i, I guess fucking props to her to pull out this teensy thread of like <laughs> Well, they're kind of telling me to dim my light, and that was what happened in my relationship. You know, I was just like, How? "That's literally not what's happening." They're mad at you for like just—they're mad at you for I don't even know. I guess for your—I mean, yeah, exactly. And it's like that's not what's happening. No. That's not what's happening. And like being cheated on is traumatic, and all these things, and you maybe get mad. But I was like, that was bullshit to me. And she just wanted to do her trauma then and there. Mm-hmm. to like get her further and i guess again good honor but i feel like it's a little insincere and i don't think she's here for the right reasons i'll say yeah. it yeah i'm confused about her i i really wanted to like her but i i'm she <laughs> the more she opens her mouth the more i'm like girl what are you doing i don't know mm-hmm. well jesse's dumb so don't oh, jesse well <laughs> <laughs> joey <laughs> Jesse. Sorry, Jesse Palmer, if you're listening. My apologies, Daddy. Um, come on the pod. So yeah, Joey's dumb and he gives her the rose. Okay, Sal. One on one date. 
of course, is going to go to Daisy. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, typically, the first one-on-one date goes far, but mm-hmm. doesn't always win. So I think everyone needs to fucking sit their asses down. And chill. Yeah. Chill, okay? Um, but anyway, whatever. Um, she does get her one-on-one date, and they go in a helicopter to... Uh, a Chase Rice concert, I guess. I wasn't paying attention. I was like, who is this man? I don't even know. <laughs> I never know. I knew who Michael Bolton was. Mm-hmm, that's true. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I was like, what? Okay. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're at this, like, amusement park, and she's nervous to tell him about her cochlear implant that she just got within the last couple of years. She hasn't been on a date with anyone, really, since she's gotten it. Um, and she's just like nervous to tell him and go through that. And, you know, I will say there's definitely some debate right now online about how, uh, sensitive the producers were to her Mm -hmm. with like sound stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I don't have um, much room to speak on whether that is, you know, valid criticism or not. I definitely Mm -hmm. felt uncomfortable like that, you know, they weren't being as taking as much care as they could uh but i did want to go on the record officially as saying that reality shithead is a piece of shit because today on his podcast he said after watching the episode last night he's he's certain that she could not handle being the bachelorette (gasps) if given the opportunity he said that yeah that it would be too overwhelming and she would not he i don't think she could handle it i don't think she could do it there's going to be 10 20 men talking to her at once blah 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 she couldn't handle it that is so offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's ugly. I fucking hate that. Ew. It's, it's like, oh, Ew. well, maybe the show should work on how it approaches. It's like, it's just insane how he and other people just cannot understand. Like, it's like they're, they walk up to the line of like being like, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And then they put the blame somewhere else. And I just, like, can't understand. <laughs> I can't see it. <sighs> Ew. I did not see that. That gives me the ick. I don't like it. Ugh. 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 Anyway. No. I'm glad I blocked him. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts overall on Daisy and the date? She does eventually tell Joey about her story, which I did really like hearing. I, um... I didn't realize it was related to being having Lyme disease and <laughs> all of that. And I was, I just thought that was like um, something that was good to have on TV. Like mm. I don't really see that kind of conversation happen very much. I agree. I had no idea that that was something that could come from Lyme disease. So I'm glad that they were able to highlight that and bring awareness to that. Because I mean, if I didn't know, I'm sure a bunch of other people didn't know either. Um, so. I do appreciate that part and I do appreciate um any chance that they they get to highlight someone who is different, right? Like whether it is the way that their skin is or their body shape or whatever. Um in this case it is just being differently abled. And so I do appreciate that and that ABC is finally like learning and growing because we have been asking for this shit for a long time. It's not that hard. Um I do wonder, I want to ask you, how do you feel about this narrative compared to Abigail's narrative um, with being 
you know, hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like I I would love some input from the hard of hearing and deaf community mm-hmm. on this, but I definitely think that we talked a little bit about in our bio episode that the show likes to uh, showcase like approachable disabilities mm-hmm. uh, because they don't know how to handle any of it. Uh, and that's on the show and that there can be a risk of like doing kind of like this, like, uh, disability porn. It's just like, look, look at us and whatever. And I think that with Abigail, they also were just like so excited to like showcase her in a certain way. And I feel like they're doing that with Daisy again. And it, I mean, it's, it's just like a, I don't know what the answer is. It, at times I'm a little uncomfortable by the way they're produ- like the way they're doing it. But mm-hmm. I think all of these individuals should have the right to tell their story. And I feel like in Abigail's case, you know, she really wanted to like talk about how it's been like a lifelong, you know, journey for her. With Izzy, it's a little bit newer, but still like thing. And uh, it's just it's hard. I just I don't like the way the fan base in the show will just like uh try to make them seem like they're like uh, untouchable or I don't know it's so do you know what I'm saying yeah just yeah interesting yeah yeah no I I got you it's it's just yeah it's weird and and you're right too it's like you even even if they are let's say quote different they still have to fit within a certain box right it's like even with Abigail and with Daisy it's like there's still these cute thin dainty little girls and and don't get me wrong they're adorable i love both of them but it's like right like they're still within this box and it's like yes they're differently abled but they're still cute look at the look at how cute they are um and that is always going to bother me as well um that it's like they have to still check so many credentials off it's like okay well maybe they're this but she at least she's not latina you know or something like that so that's always gonna bug me but i guess yeah, is that is that something like about respectability politics or correct me if mm-hmm. i'm wrong or maybe um uh there's another phrase for it um minority um my man am i blinking on it uh the perfect minority maybe i'm mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. the right word to say uh but you know the show does that over and over again. The way they've like propped right. up certain black men, but you they have to be like you know a certain education, a certain type of family, yeah. have a white parents. I mean, and I even I get that shit all the time. It's yeah. like, oh, you're a black woman, but like you, oh my gosh, you're so articulate, you're so educated, and I'm like, the fuck does that even mean? Like, what are you trying to say about us? So it's just I don't know. It's so stupid, but. Yeah that that is what i see as well though with with the way that they still are fitting into these boxes i'm like okay we're making progress a little bit but are we i I don't know did you notice that joey i think mid-sentence caught himself from saying i'm all ears uh she said i'm sorry this is really emotional for me I'm, i'm struggling to tell you about this and he said no 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 of course like i'm here i'm all i'm listening Oh, I didn't care. No, I yeah. did not catch that. And uh, I, I just, I don't know whether it was intentional or not. Was it this, was, this was at the night? Well, yeah. yeah. What yeah. It was literally in the moment. Question. It was like, she fully was like, she had already told him that she had like lost her hearing and all these things. He's like, no, no, I'm all, I'm listening. Ooh. And I, again, I don't know what he would have said, but I feel like it would have been like, I'm all ears. And then he like stopped himself and like, she did. I wonder. 
And so maybe I'm going to prop up this white man, but. Ooh, I ain't <laughs> clock it. I ain't clock that one. No, I didn't hear it. How interesting. I mean, it, not that like I, anyone, we, we all, we all struggle and talk and, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. it's not like that yes. would have like canceled him for saying that. But I just, I, cause that's the thing you do want to, you want to be a little mindful of when you're talking mm -hmm. to people in all different communities, you know? Yeah. So um yeah let's see here group date number two we get a uh bachelor boot camp because again the show cannot help itself from doing the same old thing over and over again <laughs> <laughs> but they uh brought in uh two guest hosts and one of which was demi um and then the other one was jubilee why so, did we need them why yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they really didn't do anything. No, it's, I, mean, I guess it's because uh, Fred Willard is dead. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, why are they here? I don't understand. It, no shade to them. I actually really yeah. like Jubilee and Demi. Like, that's fine. It's nothing to them. It's just like, okay, like, did we need hosts for this? Jesse could have been like, hey, this is what we're doing. I just, I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. No, certainly. Um, for listeners who don't know jo Jubilee, she was on Ben Higgins' season, and it's about week five or six, and then she was on two other seasons of Paradise, but didn't make it super long both times. Um, but her story is very fascinating. She's from Haiti, and six of her seven family members all died in a, like, tragic, like, event, and, uh, and she, I just, I just find her really amazing and strong and then you know it's just to go on a show back then especially during ben higgins season mm -hmm. she was maybe the only black woman on the season maybe there was another one and it was evident that the show and the contestants could not act correctly and i just um i'm just glad she got another moment on, on our television though you know yeah Ugh. but why but why were they there <laughs> but why <laughs> but why for why? For what reason? Oh gosh. I mean, um, what do you think? I just like it was just what it is. How'd you like that group date though? <laughs> I was zone. I was starting to zone out at that point. I was just like, oh, okay, they just have to go back and forth and get this like heart. And I just like felt like they weren't really like doing mm -hmm. the job at defending their each their own hearts. I was just like, I don't really get what's happening. Um, Edwina was doing really good like she's great and. She was like stealing a bunch, but I just really didn't like, I just was like, I don't know. I guess this kind of shit, I want to see them actually like climbing over like mm -hmm. things and like going under the thing and uh, shoving like pie down their mouth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking freak that I am. You know, the, the highlight of that date for me was them fighting to the death to get more time with Joey. And then at the end of it all, Jesse's like, oh, only one of you gets I was like, they kind of did them wrong for that one. Absolutely. But I love Edwina and I like that she got the time. Mm -hmm. It was really wonderful. It was like a little mini one-on-one -on -one date. Mm -hmm. um, she, there was like, 
a charcuterie board. It was, I, I mean, actually, I don't, I don't think it was like in Joey's room. They're not in like a, they're not traveling yet. So it's not like a hotel room, but it was like in some kind of little suite. Uh, he, yeah, it was really nice. And she got to talk about her story of, um, where, where is she from? Again? West Africa. I can't remember which country, but I remember it's West Africa. Mm-hmm. And but that was just, so nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on all of it? On her I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was great. I liked that she got to share her story. Um, I liked that he, again, he's just such an active listener. Um, my favorite thing is that you know, she got emotional and she started crying and he just gently lifts his thumb and wipes that tear off her cheek. And I was like, I love you, Joey. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> it was so gentle. It de- it took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen like a guy be that gentle. It's so, I was just like, oh my God. And so sweet. It was so sweet. And he like did it twice. And um, I think he said something about how um she but you know feels like she has to work really hard to you know take care of her family and Mm. be you know inspiration to everyone her younger siblings and cousins and everyone in her life and has a struggle and he said something along the lines of like you know she's had to really work hard and do and like go against like the odds but it only makes her like more worthy or something and it was like the way he said it was actually really beautiful of like just mm-hmm. like she's not just strong it's just like it makes her more worthy of this like, he's so thoughtful mm-hmm. yeah yeah i liked that bit too mm-hmm. um they they had a really great moment together and she got a rose so it was just perfect i really liked that mm-hmm. uh when was the age drama starting to happen was it also on this like group date or were they all back at home oh, i guess Lord. or was it more like on the on the cocktail party i can't quite remember I think- so they were back at the house <laughs> they were at the house oh my god i hated this whole thing i hated everything about this it was so annoying but yes they were back at the house i guess was it during maybe it was was it when edwina was spending time with him and they mm-hmm. just all the rest of them were back at the house mm-hmm. i think that is mm-hmm. what it was yeah and this woman my apologies to my viewers last night uh there's a woman named medina mm-hmm. and there's a woman me- named marina there's a woman named maria okay so <laughs> Ma- marina is maga magarina she that's the, the trumpster rapper. one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen her look we don't fucks now. with that one no and she, <laughs> she is now gone medina is the uh i guess the next golden bachelorette she's 31 or 30 <laughs> the audacity i almost spat out my drink right now <laughs> good got you <laughs> Not the Golden Bachelorette. And it's so funny because I'm 34. I'll be 35 this year. And I'm like, why are y'all acting like you're senior citizens? What is happening? This was filmed during the time they were filming the Golden Bachelor. Like, they, I can't believe she had the audacity to say, as a 30-year-old, I am desperate to get married and have kids. I'm like, you don't even become... A fucking like geriatric pregnant person until you're 38 or some shit. Like I'm sorry, uh, and I, of course, like was alluded that there's more to her story, and I'm not trying to like downplay whatever, but I just like come on, uh, 
it just does it just this is the one and only time I will defend Maria because I don't really like Maria (laughs) but Maria was like girl like I'm pretty much the same age as you I'm only like a year younger than you I'm not concerned about it no one else is concerned about it you are the only one tripping about it do you think Joey gives a fuck about it? Do you think Joey's the type of person that would come in here and be like, oh, she's old. Never mind. Like, Maria was making points. I'm sorry. <laughs> she just was. And I don't, and I don't want to minimize anybody's insecurities at all. And I don't want to diminish anybody's, you know, th- things that they're just insecure about. But that just, it, it wasn't making any sense to me. It just wasn't. Mm-mm. No, and it just was, it, it could be like a, like a one-off comment. I mean, I'm like, I obviously, as if I was the 30-year-old in the house or 31-year-old, I would probably like make jokes about it mm-hmm. being the oldest person in the house. Uh, but it would just be in a joking manner. Again, we don't know her full story, so maybe she's just like really fucking triggered by this. But yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I just don't know. I'm like... <laughs> I mean, I guess it's sad because Nick Viall's not going to try to fuck you. Like, I understand. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> I have passed away. That was so great. <laughs> it's sad! I take everything back. I'm sorry, Marina, or Medina. Oh, not the ick Viall. Yeah, it's like, God, my, my lord... Um, but yeah, so, so then I guess some other woman, some blonde named Sydney, I've never seen her in my fucking life. Okay. Where does she come from? Where did she come from? Did we see her in episode one at all? I don't know. I feel like we didn't. It's not even the other blonde who's all pissy about Jess. That's a different blonde. Yes. The one with the very small mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And so this blonde is like. Taylor? I think her name's Taylor. Yeah, that tracks, that tracks to me, yeah. <clears throat> and, and so she's just all like, well, <laughs> Maria was talking shit about you, saying she's old too, and uh, blah, blah, blah. So now, and then Maria is, now she's overreacting a little bit because now she's like, this is, now I'm going to get attacked and somebody's going to tell Joey and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah. it's fine. No one needs to say anything. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. It's fine. Everything is the end of the world in the Bachelor Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) The sky is fucking falling down. It's so like imagine sitting Joey down and trying to explain this drama. (laughs) Again, can you imagine Joey just being like, "Okay, so why are you telling me this? Like, what does this have to do with anything ever?" I don't think Joey would give a single fuck. I don't care how old is Clara Crawley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 40 or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care if it was her. He'd probably be like, okay, well, if she's hot and she's smart and she's nice, I don't care. I'll date her. I just don't think Joey would give a shit about anybody's age. You no, know he's fucking 40-year-old women in Hawaii <laughs> who come and get his fucking tennis lessons. I'm sorry. He's definitely fucking... Anyone who will fuck him, which will be anybody, because he's hot as hell. And (laughs) and listen, I still on my little Jayanon bullshit that him and April might be trying to get April from Golden Bachelor because I know she wants his ass. (laughs) 
No, you didn't. Oh, anyway, but I she's gonna be on the episode soon. And uh, I, I okay. I hope I hope this old <laughs> Marina. No, Medina. Fuck. I hope Medina. Her old ass is there next week when the old ladies are there, and she has to come to come to church and realize. You're not old. <laughs> Girl, you're not old. Look at these older ladies and they're still fine as hell. Are you serious? Getting older, yeah, exactly. aging is not a bad thing. If if the Golden Bachelor told us anything, taught us anything, that was it. Is that when they did that bourgeois like photo shoot, I was like, get it, ladies. Y'all better get it. Y'all better work. That was the best bachelorette party. So, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was boned up just like Joey. It's fine. (laughs) (sighs) You're killing me. Anyway, where were we? Joey Um, and his boners. (laughs) Boner watch, everybody. Boner Boner watch. watch Uh, (laughs) Hashtag. (laughs) Um, So, God, do you think he's going to fuck all of the fantasy sweet ladies? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. I love that. Um, I love that for us. Sex week. Uh okay, so the other <laughs> yeah. the other drama that's boiling up before they do the rose ceremony is that Lauren, the I think the older sister, uh mm-hmm. speaking of old, and she's twenty-eight and which is just so like old. ancient, yeah. She is a fucking fucking so goddamn annoying. Um, and she is just like, but okay, but I will say, I do love whenever early in the season, there's usually inevitably a woman who's just like, this is not for me. Absolutely <laughs> not, it. actually. I, I thought do it, but joke's on me because I could not do it. What was that on Zach's season? That lady was eating chicken wings. She was like, I actually, I she was like, this my- man, <laughs> I really can't do this. And Lauren was just like, he hasn't talked to me at all. And, uh. Hey, I'm not going forward to talk to him because I I have no choice in the matter, I guess. I don't really know yeah. what your fucking problem is. And I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, I respect it. Mm-hmm. I respect yeah. it. I do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there, you're Joey. so right. There's always someone who's just like, uh, I don't think this is going to work. What season was it, too, where there was a woman who night one... Like she came out, she did her whole limo exit and everything, and she was just chatting with the other girls, and she maybe chat with the lead for a bit, and then was like, "I don't think I like him very much. I think I'm gonna go home." What season was that? Was it? I that might have actually been Clayton's season too, because I feel Clayton? like there was. Yeah, it might have been Clayton. I know it was recent, but yeah, there was some girl who was just yeah. like you know what i'm gonna bounce i'm just gonna go <laughs> yeah and uh, you know i would have respected lauren if she'd done that more but she was mm-hmm. he's not talking to me i'm whatever um she pulls him aside he's like um you know just checking in on you and she says Oh my gosh, she says some bullshit. Is what she I says. don't even want to talk to you anymore. I'm not such a, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I was like, the audacity. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. 
Um, and then she's waiting on some cake, which I do not know what that was even about. Okay, what was that about? And then she got mad when she cut into the cake and she was like, this isn't the cake I ordered or whatever the hell. That was weird. I don't understand. Ugh, whatever. We'll never know. She throws it in the ground. She's like, daddy would have never wanted me to go on this show. I'm like, yeah, probably not. Actually. <laughs> daddy never... <laughs> Her final, her final good one parting note is when she was hugging Joey. It's like goodbye. She's like, oh, yeah, hometowns. Because <laughs> her sister might yes. be far enough. Yes. <laughs> when she said that, maybe I'll see you at hometowns. I was like, are you fucking for real right now? <laughs> but also, she's not wrong. She might. <laughs> she might see him at hometowns. Oh my god. Narrator, she will not because he sent the sister home last night. What was the fucking point of any of this? We just wasted fucking two episodes. What was the fucking point? Whatever. Anyway, they all he picks up some random women. (laughs) I took a screenshot of who went home. Okay, uh I'll name it a woman. Oh yeah, Lauren self-eliminated, a woman named Erica. Taylor. Oh, Erica had the curls, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Okay. Uh, Taylor, small mouth Taylor. Um, <laughs> Magalina, which is the Trumper. Okay, and that's it. Yeah. So he just sent home three. Oh, and, three, three. Yeah, okay. Lauren went home. So yeah, that was it for this week, and then there was a preview, but I kind of I don't remember what happened. Uh, all I remember is, like you mentioned just a moment ago, the women from the Golden Bachelor coming. Who who was there? So it was, um, it was uh the Zip It lady. What's her name? Um, Ask it, Kathy. So it's the Asking Girl. So it's April. Yes. Susan, Ka- uh, Kathy, and Nancy. Asking. We're asking. You're telling. I don't know. I don't really know the. Oh wait. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, that's all I really remember from the preview for next week. So, very curious to see what happens. Do you have predictions for, like, his final, like, let's say Fantasy Suites. Who are, what are your predictions? That's a good question. I should do better about that, because I realized I did my bio episode the other day, or a couple weeks ago, and, like, didn't even pick, like, who do I think is gonna, um, it's like, I, this, this used to be a proper podcast. Okay, uh, Daisy, mm-hmm. maybe Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he showed Rachel a lot of um, good attention this week. And um, gosh, gosh, Lexi seems like a, a silent killer of some sort. She's cute. Yeah. Yeah, she's cute. And they're trying to kind of keep her from us, but not really. I like, um, I, I agree with you so far. I also like, um, Jen, the Viet- oh, yes. Vietnamese girl. Yes, she's cute. Yeah. She's yeah. like my personal, but like for me, if I was Joey, like I yeah. want her to go far, but. You'd go for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also I could see, I guess, Leia as well. I think she. Will oh, I do like go Leia. Far. Like she's definitely kind of spiraling a little bit right now, but I think she'll go far. But I don't know if she'll be, yeah, maybe, she, I don't know if she'll do, um, fantasy. Oh, oh, and I, I really like Krissa. Oh, yes. Yeah. Chris is a like her, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of great women, but it's like, what is, I don't know what he wants or likes yet. Me neither. Yeah. So. No way to know. tell, I guess. Hard to say. We'll see. We'll see. And I can never trust those fucking previews. 
Well, they lie because they play in our face all the time. <laughs> How are we supposed to know? <laughs> they really do. They really do. Um, well, yeah, so I'm excited about it in a way. Uh, we'll see how it goes. What are your, um, do you feel like we're going to get a proposal at the end of this? I think so. Joey just seems so ready for like real love, settle down. I mean, we all saw how he was ready. He was about to propose to Miss Charity and poor Charity had to be like, oh, don't do it. Ugh, that was so painful it hurt but um yeah i think joey's ready for it i think whoever it is he will propose now i am curious for the cold open that they showed us from episode one like why he was sobbing and what was happening i cannot wait to find out and i am not a person who i actually none of us on our um on our podcast we never get spoiled um we're all spoiler free so we're just all like what the fuck is gonna happen what's going on um i don't know i just don't know but i cannot wait to find out yeah we go on the bachelor uh so yeah tell us are there it's some really exciting things happening with the podcast what's your guys's like vibe and you're still doing your clubhouses and yes there's also instagram story reacts that you guys all kind of tag yes. team uh yeah tell them tell us uh, what's happening you're so sweet that you know all of that that's so cute um <laughs> i appreciate that so much yes so we are on clubhouse so we what we do on clubhouse is we are all watching the show together live. It sounds so stupid, but I swear we have so much fun. Um, we all watch it live. And then when it goes on commercial break, that's when we hop in the clubhouse and be like, bitch, what do you think about that? <laughs> we will live react to what we literally just saw like 30 seconds ago. And then when it goes back um, from commercial break to the live show, we go back on mute and we don't say anything again until the next commercial break. So. Even if, like, really dramatic things happen? Yes! Oh, my gosh. We'll be like, oh, my God, can you believe... Like, when we were watching Golden Bachelor and he broke up with, um... Oh, my God, Leslie. Leslie Leslie. And that was so dramatic. All of us were like, can you believe? (laughs) You just... Oh, and then and then we're like oh oh no never mind it's back mute and all of us mute at the same time and then we watch it and then we go <laughs> so that's what we do on clubhouse um on both instagram and twitter we are or sorry x oops i will never get over calling it twitter no on instagram twitter. and x we are on we are at underscore the rose noir underscore um, and you can catch me. I'm usually the one live tweeting when we're watching an episode. So between Clubhouse and, and Twitter, like I'll just be like back and forth um, <laughs> live tweeting crazy gifts and ridiculous things. Um, and then um, we've got Monique and Claudia are so funny because they will go on our Instagram live again during the episodes and they will just like react on our stories and just do like live video reactions and then uh miss gina fabulous gina keeps up with most of our content instagram wise and she creates most of our graphics and things she's so so creative um so yeah so we're all busy all the time we're always doing stuff we would love if y'all follow us 
um and tune in we're always doing something and we don't just do bachelor um Mm -hmm. we watch oh these girls got me into big brother recently (laughs) now i'm all about big brother i'm watching this damn traitor show now (laughs) (laughs) everyone is begging me me to watch that show gosh y'all if you're listening go listen to jose noir because they're gonna talk about it i guess maybe we're gonna talk about um so i just can't fucking believe pilot pete is on here and like actually doing a good job that's what's killing. That's what I, yeah, I, I will say somebody DM me. They're like, Jenna, he's killing it. You have to watch. I'm like, okay, maybe I should watch. Um, <laughs> gotta see my boy. Uh, <laughs> slay. So that's so funny. Oh, I love it. Well, I'm really happy that y'all are still uh, going. And yeah, just, I mean, I the Bachelor commentary space is a beautiful space when you really get into it. It can be also dark and a little weird and tiring and exhausting and mm-hmm. uh can sometimes feel like it's like what's the point but there is so much point and there's so much goodness and so much good conversations and humor to be had so make sure you're checking out all those spaces and uh and thank you again for coming on thank you so much for having me we love you my i'm speaking for the other girls as well we just love you so much and we're just delighted to listen to you and they were so they were so excited for me they were like yeah she wants you on go for it I'm like hell yeah I'll go talk to her that'd be great yeah, thank you. so yeah. thank you thank you I'm gonna be on in a couple weeks uh on y'all's podcast yes. so cannot um, wait that's in the book so that'll be great and uh yeah I'm excited do you want anyone to follow you on your personal or um if you guys want to so my personal is um at Jazz Janae. So it's J A S J A N A E eight nine. Um, and I don't I don't have a Twitter, but that's my Instagram. So yeah, if you want to follow me. Yeah, yeah, I'll put all of this in the show notes, of course, as usual. And thank you again, Jasmine, so much. Definitely come back on anytime. And uh gosh, friends, we're doing it. What Love a season guys. ahead of us, right? It's just like <laughs> looking down the barrels, like rah, rah. have people being like, Oh, do you want to hang out this week? Or I was like, I'm not available anymore. <laughs> I have to do my things. I have to watch my stories and talk my shit story. about it. Uh, so thank you for all for being here during the stories. Y'all are the best. Uh, stay soft. I'm going to say stay soft now for Joey because he's a soft, soft short king, I guess. I, pff, God damn it. I have to stop now. Bye. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms. On Instagram and TikTok, it is at Date Card Pod. On Twitter, it's at Date Card Podcast. And you can email me at DateCardThePodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted and produced by myself, Jenna Vesper. And you can find me on at Jenna with a smile on Instagram and check out all my other fun projects I have. Thank you so much to Michaela Jane for our amazing artwork and find her at MichaelaJane.com. And a huge thank you to Jed Overly for our theme music. You can find him on Instagram at JeddyBoyJames. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your boss, share it with your mom, maybe an enemy. I don't really care as long as you share it. Okay. And maybe leave a review. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello, 
and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.